just want to elaborate a bit on something I mentioned yesterday morning. So, of course, we've been emphasizing with steady mindfulness, awareness, every experience, every object, physical, mental experience is totally fine, totally fine object of awareness. Each experience is really met when it's met with balanced awareness, wise awareness, wise mindfulness. Any object is a a catalyst to re-recognize knowing, re-recognize mindfulness. And so in some ways, you know, it's as if we're not making decisions or it can feel that way, you know, allowing whatever arises to come and go without preference. And that's true. That's true. But at the same time, of course, there is an emphasis, an angle in what we're doing. We're not just saying, sit down and to heck with it, you know, whatever happens. It's whatever happens in the light of steady awareness. So we are really cultivating, growing this sense of moment to moment, steady awareness, the we call a wise awareness, wise mindfulness, the quality of being present, of mindfulness, that really is just recognizing whatever life presents in this moment. So it is not interfering, absolutely. But what we're doing is learning to recognize and allow to grow this, what I'm calling balanced awareness, mindfulness that is not um, hindered by unrecognized greed, aversion, confusion in it. So really that is, at times, there will be moments when we are making a conscious choice of where to, where to allow the mindfulness to connect, to rest, from time to time as a skillful means. And so here the skillful means, the motivation in this way is always taking care of the awareness, re-recognizing, refreshing this quality, just for one moment, of simple, relaxed presence with what's occurring. So as many of you have mentioned, as we all know, when there's just this relaxed awareness and allowing life to present itself, quite a bit of what presents itself, whether it's a physical sensation, sound, sight, mood, thought, it's not always pleasant, not always to our choice. 
And when awareness is just recognizing that, we all have moments of that, it recognizes unpleasant, and it's just what it is. As Ajahn Sumedho says, we don't, don't create anything around it. Same with something really pleasant. Beautiful sight, a lovely smell, an incredibly fascinating thought scenario. You can really feel the pleasant, and that's fine. Awareness notices that. Not a problem in that moment. And so there's many moments when the mindfulness is arising, recognizing experience. The next moment arises. And then there really is nothing that feels like personal effort, decision we need to make. But from time to time, (laughs) on rare occasions, you might discover the sense of struggle. Small, often we ignore it when it's small. We wait till it's really big. I would say, let's notice when it's small. And this is Tejaniya's line is always, take care of the awareness. For many of us, our our learned habit, when there's a sense of struggle, once we notice it, is that uh, we've got to fix the object. Sometimes the sense can be of struggle. There's an idea the object should be more steady, but it keeps changing on us. So we try to get more steady. There's really not noticing the idea in the back of the mind. It should be different from this. That's the struggle. But other times, of course, the particular experience, physical, unpleasant experience, a difficult mood or emotion, a loud sound. The sound seems to be making you crazy. Oh, of course, we all know intellectually it's not the sound, but the experience is that sound had better stop, like right now. And at some point when we notice the struggle, Rather than uh, going with the maybe unrecognized habit, we've got to fix the object, get rid of the unpleasant, or make the experience match some idea in the back of the mind. The skillful means here, when we say take care of the awareness, is really what in this moment can help re-recognize this relaxed, presence with what is. Because what we're growing is the steadiness of awareness, not the steadiness of object. So example, simple example really, but familiar with difficult physical sensation. And often, and this can go to any difficult experience, Sensation arises, awareness of sensation. And it may be that um, you're feeling quite mindful with that experience, feeling it, noticing the different qualities. And often there can be a sense of really feeling that we're mindful. And for me, like my previous training was, 
you just get really mindful and really concentrated on it and you don't move, you bear with it to really see through it. Not noticing in that that what else is occurring? It's not only that sensation occurring. There's awareness. There's the qualities of mind coloring, distorting the awareness. So you can feel when the attention's just resting with the sensation. When there starts to be tension, starts to be struggle, and it doesn't have to be big. It could just a little thought could be your, your cue. How many more minutes of this? Doesn't even feel like an aversive thought, but that's a clue. Of course, there's broader ones. You're in the ambulance on the way to surgery, but it's far down the road by then. But the little, ah, uh, no, God, again. Take a breath. Can I be with it again? Tightness, tightness, this tightness. I'm not moving much more important than bearing with it for some idea that that makes us a better meditator or whatever cockamamie idea we got. Notice what it is. What we're doing is taking care of the awareness means you recognize, right? Ah, aversion, tightness, dislike, whatever it is. That's the next arising experience. And we, we, awareness is being with that. So, so far, we're not really making a choice. This isn't making a choice. It's just allowing awareness to expand, not always having to so focus in. Notice what's the quality in the awareness. And often it's the case when, when you don't wait until it's overwhelming, you know, oh, tightness, tightness, being with that. Often, because the awareness is no longer involved with the aversion, Awareness is simply noticing aversion. It's the next experience. The aversion isn't being fed in that. So often, as it's not being fed, it may lessen, drop away. Maybe the unpleasant sensation arises as the next experience. That's all fine. And this is just awareness watching the show, but remembering to broaden awareness, not stay focused down in. And this is why um, it's really Useful not to think, oh, I don't need to look at the aversion or the greed if it's a beautiful experience. I don't need to look at it yet. It's just little. You know, I can kind of say, oh, yeah, there it is. But awareness doesn't really need to notice it because I like being with this other thing more. No. Don't wait till it's big. Because once it's really big, big, big greed, big aversion, generally then that energy of that unrecognized kalesa is stronger than the energy and the mindfulness. This isn't personal. It's just seeing that's how it is. So we wait till we're in the ambulance and lost in fear and memory and future. And then we say, all right, awareness should notice aversion, you know, boom, a big, you know, explosion. Or a lot of people, a lot of us do this. You keep pushing it away and just focusing on the sensation, right? And you, you manage not to move the whole sitting success. The sitting's over, you're sweating bullets, you're completely tense. And the really what's been going on in that sitting is that the mind has been cultivating aversion. Very good. We sat, we didn't move, filled with aversion, each moment of aversion tipping into the next moment of aversion until it gets really strong. 
those ones where you get up and say, I'm never going in that hall again. It's over. I'm going home. Or greed. Same thing. Just see some pleasant thing. And, oh, it's okay. It's... We can appreciate pleasant. Awareness notices that. It's a little bit greed. That's okay. I don't have to notice it now. And suddenly you can find yourself kind of ambling around, not quite noticing why, what choices you're making, but why do, am I going outside now? Why do I go to look at that flower? Why do I need tea now? Why do I... And not recognizing that this isn't actually helping to re-recognize awareness. What's happening is greed is getting a little bit momentum going, and we're acting from greed. As soon as we recognize that, fine. You go look at the flower. There's greed driving it, and awareness notices it. Fine. Because then the greed's not being fed. So this is, I don't know, it's kind of subtle. It's a shift from how maybe some of us have been practicing. But when we're not taking it personally, there's no problem, no resistance to noticing when there's aversion, when there's greed. Great. So the skillful means that comes in, what I mentioned briefly yesterday, remembering our, our emphasis is re-recognizing, refreshing awareness. So we didn't say a sitting where strong, difficult emotion. You notice I'm not saying pain. That's on purpose. Because for me, as soon as I say pain, that word is laden with aversion already. You know, I'm the not... There's a concept on top of the experience as soon as I call it pain, you know, and I'm seeing it through the concept. Well, awareness can notice all that fine, but it's easier (laughs) just to say sensation for me. Anyway, so maybe awareness is quite fine, noticing sensation, noticing aversion, back and forth. But you can see even with awareness of aversion, it's just growing, growing, growing until it, it feels like you're in that battle. So refreshing the awareness, the choice is not that I want to get rid of the unpleasant so it feels better, so I'm happy. It's not that. But it's what will help re-recognize this fresh, uh, connected quality of awareness, this relaxed quality. And right now, awareness with the aversion, with the pain, it's just the aversion's too strong the awareness isn't strong enough right now. That's just a recognition, actually. Awareness notices that. And so at that point, we make a choice, aware choice, out of hopefully wisdom, rather than looking for pleasant, to allow or shift the attention consciously to something more neutral. That could be in a sitting. It could be hearing or opening your eyes. It could be standing up, shifting position, any of that. This goes for sleepiness, too. It's not just sensation. If you can be aware with sleepiness, fine. If you really get in a struggle with aversion to it, and you stand up, not to get rid of the sleepiness, but to refresh the awareness. You get a sense what I mean. Then whatever's occurring again, awareness notices it. So in this way, Taking care of the awareness it starts to become more familiar, more easy. We're going to all not quite recognize our motivation sometimes. You think, yes, 
I'm just, you know, shifting position now to take care of the awareness, which could be true. But if it's from greed or aversion and you don't know it, generally what happens, generally, there's no always, generally what happens is you'll notice the sense of struggle or dissonance or dis-ease continues or grows. It may not be about that unpleasant sensation. It might be getting into restlessness and then let me move again and let me move again. Let me stand up. Let me go walk. Let me... All of which could be fine, but checking out if it's coming from balance or restlessness. So we're exploring this. Not to get it right. Every moment's different. But to become more and more familiar and trusting of this sense of uh, refreshing the awareness, and then that can be with whatever's, whatever's occurring. We're all going to get lost, get overwhelmed with, um, you know, when the mindfulness is, is flavored by one of these states. It's going to happen a million times. And then suddenly awareness is balanced again, and you're noticing the state. That's the refreshing awareness. It's not that we're getting rid of the thing we don't like. But there's that movement from identification and struggle to knowing of it. It's like, a, I always call it like a little subtle Tai Chi move. Experience really didn't change, but everything changed. The sense of identification and struggle switch. Oh, it's like this now. It's like this now. The reason for, one of the reasons for not having a set schedule is, is the same thing. We sit not because we should or we're trying to get to a certain state of calm or whatever. We sit to moment to moment, refresh awareness, whatever's occurring. And so when the sitting ends, it's like, rather than it just being kind of mindless, the bell rings, you get up, we notice why. Maybe you're, you're sitting and it's not unpleasant, but you realize mm, the energy's just really dropped. More helpful to get up and stand or walk to refresh the awareness. Similar in walking. Maybe you've gotten so tight in the sitting, you walk, you're getting so tight, what would refresh the awareness? And you lie down. And sometimes lying down with mindfulness brings in a sense of ease to a struggle we didn't even quite recognize was going on. So you explore. It's really making the practice your own. The practice not of having the right experience, but re-recognizing this simple, relaxed awareness again and again and again. And in the beginning, maybe we don't quite trust our motivation knowing how deep the habits of going for pleasant, avoiding unpleasant are. But I know many of you know this already, as the the flavor, the taste of the simplicity of awareness becomes more trustworthy, more familiar. In a way, that's more, I don't know, satisfying, you could say, although, of course, there's no one here to be satisfied, but still, it's more satisfying than just having pleasant experience. And so you start to trust your motivation. You start to trust the wisdom. It's really wisdom that's making this choice, not personal effort. We're learning to trust that. That's a lot of what's happening here.
So don't worry about getting it right or making a mistake or whatever. Awareness is available this next moment. And the steady awareness is the condition that allows wisdom to arise. It's natural. It's nature. You don't have to do it. You can't stop wisdom from arising if there's steady awareness. All we can do is refuse to cultivate steady awareness. If you really don't want wisdom to arise, you can refuse to come back to awareness. Just go with that greed. Just go with that aversion. You just do it. It's your practice. That's really the only way you can stop wisdom from arising. It's natural.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.